Where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits for Wait a minute, folks. You ain't heard nothing yet. Hello, Al Jolson speaking. Al, this is Ken Carpenter at the Kraft Music Hall. You're supposed to be over here. From Hollywood, the Jimmy Durante Show. A dink a dink, a dink a doo, a dink a ding. Oh, what a doo! A dink a dink, a dink a doo, a dink a ding. The two-fisted, quick-triggered marksman who shoots from the hip and never misses. Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Tonight we have a nice triple stack of shows for you. We have the Bing Crosby Show, followed by the Jimmy Durante Show, followed by the Al Jolson Show. All from 1948. All from the same week. In fact, just a day apart from each other. First, we'll start off with Bing Crosby on the Bing Crosby Show tonight. We have his guest, the legendary George Burns. And George's, one of his things was always that uh, his idiosyncrasies was that he thought he was a great singer. And uh, and I do like his singing. I think it's interesting. But uh, that was one of his uh, comedy bits is that he'd think he sings better than everybody else thinks he sings. Well, tonight, uh, Bing is going to start us off with The Freedom Train, followed by I Still Get Jealous. And then, and then after that, he's going to have the Hour of Love, a sketch with George Burns. It might as well be spring that he sings with George Burns. And he, then he has But Beautiful. And he closes out the show with some comedy dialogue with George Burns. So they'll have some good fun together. After that... Uh, then we have the Jimmy Durante show and on Jimmy Durante's show tonight he is not on the show again he's missed the last uh, two weeks and then this is the third week he's going to miss and he'll miss one more week so he'll miss four weeks before he's back Uh, he's in the hospital at this time uh, back 70 years ago and he had first Red Skelton take over for him and then he had Bob Hope and this week he will have Frank Morgan taking over for him Frank Morgan, you probably know best as the Wizard of Oz from the movie of the same name. And you'll immediately recognize his voice as being the Wizard of Oz, and it's kind of fun to hear him on a radio show, so I think you'll enjoy that. After that, we have the Al Jolson Show, and Al's guest this week is Bing Crosby himself, so that should be a lot of fun. The only problem with it is it doesn't have quite the sound quality of the episodes we've aired recently. Still pretty nice sound, just um, a a little crackly, but uh, certainly listenable. They start off with Toot Toot Tootsie by, of course, Al Jolson. And then he's going to go into Waiting for the Robert E. Lee, Sleepy Time Gal, he will sing, and then Mazel Tov, apparently. Uh, if, If I'd said it, they wouldn't have allowed it. 
uh, <laughs> they're going to sing as well. That might be Jolson and Crosby, I think. And then Jolson and Crosby sing Carolina in the Morning, But Beautiful, and Beautiful Dreamer. They, they close out the program with that. So I think those will all be extremely enjoyable performances. This is a... And not the normal episodes we are with the commercials in and everything. This is aired over military radio, and so they cut out all the commercials and so forth. But this is what we have, and I hope you'll enjoy all three episodes tonight. And we will see you next time. Please, my pucker. <laughs> when the blue <laughs> of the night meets the gold of the day. Don't let that fella in the front row with that lime anymore. It's the end of that. Waits for me. Welcome you to Philco Radio Time, produced and transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, and Bing's guests, Rudolph Schmohopper, Evelyn Knight, and George Burns of Burns and Allen. And now we bring you Bing of Bing and Crosby. Thank you, Ken, of Ken and Carpenter, for that scintillating introduction. So clever, so well thought out. Well, I'm glad you liked it, Bing. It takes a great deal of time and effort to think these things up. You're kidding. No, do you realize hmm? I didn't sleep a wink last night? Well, thinking up that introduction couldn't have kept you awake. No? <laughs> Super Chief must run right by your bedroom window. Oh. While we're on the subject of trains... We'll put that line in there. I don't know. Last minute. The guy that wrote that line is through, as of... There'll be heads falling Monday, won't there? <clears throat> but thinking of, speaking of trains, that's why we had it. And we had to get yeah. into the train idea. All these things dovetail. They all work in just a well-knitted program. <laughs> speaking of trains, I think it'd be a good idea for the Rhythm Airs and Mr. Trotter to join me in a song about the most important choo-choo, the Freedom Train. This song is a train song, it's a song about a train. Not the Atchison Topeka. Not the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Nor the one that leaves at midnight. Or the state of Alabama. This song is a train song where the engineer is Uncle Sam. Here comes that freedom train, you'd better hurry down. Just like a Paul Revere coming into your hometown. Inside the freedom train, you'll find a precious freight. Those words of liberty, documents that made us great. You can shout your anger from the steeple. You can shoot the system full of holes. You can always question we the people. You can get your answer at the polls. That's how it's always been And how it will remain As long as all of us keep riding on the freedom train You can write the president a letter You can even tell him to his face If you think that you can do it better Get the votes and you can take his place Here comes that freedom train You'd better hurry down 
Just like Paul Revere, it's coming into your hometown. You can hate the laws that you're obeying. You can shout your anger to the crowd. We may disagree with what you're saying, but we'll fight to let you say it loud. That's how it's always been and how it will remain. As long as all of us keep riding, riding on the freedom train, riding on the freedom Yeah, Ken. You know, another thing that keeps me awake nights... There's something besides worrying over my introductions that's disturbing your slumber? Yes, Bing. A lot of nights I toss and turn for hours, wondering how to make my Philco commercials interesting enough to keep the listeners awake. Why, with a wonderful product like Philco, all those different models, each more attractive than the other? Good. Philco's new features, you've got a million great ideas to keep them awake. Well, thank you, Bing. That takes a load off my mind. Glad you're all relaxed, Ken. You may now take a short nap. Oh, no, no. I'd rather Mm -hmm. take a short commercial. Have it your way, Ken, but make it good, or I'll take a short nap. Well, Bing, you couldn't take 40 winks before I finish this one. Besides, those new Philco radio phonographs really make it worthwhile staying awake nights. With Philco's great table model automatics, you can sit snug at home these winter evenings and dial the whole world of radio entertainment. Or stack a dozen of your records on Philco's super smooth changer and relax with a solid half hour of music. Either way, you're set for the finest tone and performance you ever heard from a table model radio phonograph. Ask your Philco dealer now for the newest thing in radio phonographs from Philco, the leader. Here with musical evidence tending to demonstrate that even when the fish is caught, she still ain't in the creel, I still get jealous. I still get jealous. When they look at you I may not show it But I do It's more than I can bear When they start to stare I guess they think You're too good to be true I still get jealous When we kiss goodnight Unless you hold me And dear, I know a secret You didn't know I knew I still get jealous Cause it pleases you It's guest time now, and folks, here's a personality that you've been waiting for. 
the much-talked-of, the often-heralded, the famous star of stage, screen, and radio, Mr. Rudolph Schmohopper. Well, thank you very much, Bing, but my name is Evelyn Knight. Oh, Evelyn, pardon me. Evelyn, I'm sorry about that introduction. You see, I just read what's on the paper here, and I never look up to see who's standing on the other side of the mic. It's, oh, that's sorry. all right, Bing. Well, do you mind if I take a look now? I, um... Ay, ay, ay. You are definitely not Schmohopper. <clears throat> <laughs> Bing, who is this Rudolph Schmohopper? Never mind Schmohopper, Evelyn. Let's talk <laughs> about you. After all, I, uh... Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Evelyn, I've heard you on the Tony Martin show, and I want to tell you that I, um, I, 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 Evelyn, you have a great style and a lovely voice. You going to do a number for us? Well, Bing, I thought that I, 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 what does it say here? Oh, yes, you're going to sing Betsy. That's it. Evelyn, Mr. Trotter and his string ensemble are at your disposal, and I, 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 sing, sing. Betsy, sweet Betsy, my fair prairie rose Slender and pale in your mail-order clothes All decked out in ruffles and ribbons and rings You're just like an angel, only where are your wings? Oh, Betsy, sweet Betsy Let's change our name and stake a claim And care will never find us, oh, Betsy Our dream to a 20 mule team and leave the world behind us. Whoopie There's love in them hills far away. Whoopie Just a waiting for Betsy and me. A starched collared parson lives down by the gulch. He'd hit just right up, but he charges too much. The old circuit rider will be just as nice. He'll splice for half price and bring his own bag of rice. Ooh, Betsy, sweet Betsy. We'll jingle spurs on cocklebirds where prairie dogs won't hound us so big. Plenty to eat of buffalo meat in heaven all around us. Oh, Betsy, do tell what a swell how to do. Your cousins bought dozens with presents for you. Ask your Aunt Aggie and my Uncle John, cause he's got some acres we can use when he's gone. Whoop-dee-dye. There's love in them hills far away. Just a waiting for Betsy and me. Just a waiting for Betsy and me. Betsy was very jolly indeed. You know, ladies and gentlemen, they say behind every great man you'll find a woman. 
However, the tables have been turned on us tonight for our next guest is the man behind a great woman. The woman, Gracie Allen, and the man, our distinguished visitor, George Byrne. What's the idea of that uh, red shirt, no necktie? What kind of a wardrobe is that? I'd think it was a gag, but you look rather grim. What's up? Well, Bing, I've decided to become a singer. Oh, this is grim. Mm. Really grim. But, George, tell me, what are you doing on a radio program without Gracie? Bing, I'm tired of being introduced as the man behind the woman. I want to go out and make a name for myself. As a singer? Yes. I didn't know you were a vocalist. Sure. I introduced a lot of hits. Remember Tiger Girl? Oh, yes, yes. Tiger Girl, don't bite my ear. I didn't know that was introduced by George Burns. That's right. Is that so? I never Yes, heard. yes, I sang that when I was Goldie of Goldie Fields and Clyde. Great act, great act. Then another hit I introduced was I'm tying the leaves so that they won't fall down. Clever. Saves a lot of raking. That was when I finally did an act, Burns and Gary. Burns and Gary? I was Gary. <laughs> George, that's... You don't have to worry about my voice, Bing. It's all right? You know, yes. In fact, this afternoon, I went out and made a record. You went out and made a record? Mm -hmm. That's what I came over to see you about tonight. I, I want you to do me a little favor. What? I want you to put a song on the other side. <laughs> Well, George, I'm a friend of yours, and uh, I have Friendship any... has nothing to do with it. This is a business deal. I'm willing to give you half. Well, that's a very tempting offer, George, but I'd, I'd feel terrible cutting myself in on your record. I'm Cutting in nothing. With me, a deal is a deal. They never listen to your side, you still get half. <laughs> well, George, as tempting as this proposal Bing, appears... This I'm... record has got to be a success. I want to show Gracie I can go out and make good on my own With your help well, You don't have to prove anything to Gracie, Georgie you, you, You've been together for 18 years I don't understand why now All of a sudden you want to go out on your own I'm tired of being a stooge You're not a stooge I'm tired of being Gracie Allen's helper But, George, you don't help her Huh? I mean... Uh... <laughs> I mean, you're more than a helper you and Gracie are a team. You go together like ham and eggs. Ham and eggs? Yes, and believe me, that Gracie sure is a good egg. <laughs> and she's a great little comedian. I know she is great, but it's me I'm thinking about. I'd like to be great, too. How do you think I feel when I walk into the Derby and see great comedians like Jack Benny, Red Skelton, and Jimmy Durante? There they are, sitting together at a table and having laughs. And who do I sit with? Bud Abbott, Ida Cantor, and Zeppo Ma. <laughs> Make room for hope. He wants it to. <laughs> but George, this is just, just a complex with you. You're a big star. People in show business appreciate you. Bing, it's nice of you to say that, but you're just trying to be kind. Well, don't go by me. We'll leave it to some of the fellas. Here's uh, Car Ken, come here. Uh, yes, Bing? Ken, I want you to meet a great performer. Surely you know George Burns. Very popular figure in radio. Uh... George Burns? Yeah. Well, I know a Willie Burns, and he's in radio. Well, I'm not Willie Burns. He's my brother. Oh, so you're Willie's brother. Yes, and I happen to be in radio, too. Well, how nice. Well, you know, that's just like that Willie getting a brother in. 
Look, Ken, I should have briefed you a little on this. This is George Burns of the famous radio team, Burns and Allen. Burns and Allen? Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, Mr. Burns, I'm, I'm terribly sorry I didn't place you, but please understand, I'm just an announcer. He's so busy concentrating on Philpos that he really doesn't get around too much, you know. Suppose we talk to John Scott Trout. Now, there's a man. John Scott, he really mingles and well, Go, John. Uh, uh, goodbye, Mr. Burns. Goodbye, I'm, Mr. I'm sorry I wasn't quite on my toes. Oh, that's all right. I didn't come over to see a ballet. <laughs> got Willie's sense of humor. Come uh, on. John, come here a minute. I'd like to introduce you to one of your favorite people. I want you to meet George Burns. This is a real pleasure, Mr. Burns. I've always been a fan of yours. Oh, you have? Sure. Everyone in show business knows how you discovered Gracie Allen, how you've planned and guided her career. Really? In fact, Mr. Burns, you're Gracie Allen's brain. <laughs> uh, where'd the other guy go? <laughs> I think I'd rather have him back. <laughs> John, knowing how you admire Burns and Allen, I imagine you're disappointed to hear that George is leaving Gracie to go out on his own. I'll say, what do you want to do a thing like that for, George? Well, it's a matter of pride, John. After all, how would you feel hiding behind a woman? I don't think I could do it, Mr. Burns. <laughs> how about Adler, Weil, and Herman? Yes, Adler, Weil, and Herman. <laughs> well... I'm not going to do it any longer either. Bing, I'm determined to have a singing career. Well, George, I've postponed this as long as possible. How about giving us a sample? Amos behaving all by myself. Amos behaving all by myself. That's fine. That's honey. good. Very good, George. That's okay. Talk to Sounds all right. Save my love. That's oh, good. Baby, fine, George. Really That's save good. Really. Well, George, we just wanted a sample, not the large economy size. Just... You know, the, the orchestra could have sneaked in behind me there. They just sneaked out. Well, now you've heard me sing. What do you think? Do you think my voice would stand up alongside of other singers? George, just that little bit that you did tonight would wipe that smile off Jack Smith's face. <laughs> no kidding. You really like my voice? George, huh? believe me, I've never heard such passion. <laughs> Gracie calls me Sugar Throat. Sugar Throat? Yes. I thought I detected a little lump here and there. <laughs> With that voice, you ought to go out and get your own radio program. You mean like yours? What do you mean like mine? Haven't you got any ambition? I'm all right with the rocking chair and the bustle set, but you've got romance. Why, compared to you, I'm just a wad of bubblegum that's lost its snap. Gee, and with a little help from Ken and John, I'll show you the type of program you should do. Sugar throat. <laughs> The makers of Lady Ashbon's Incense, the incense that's kind to your nose, presents The Hour of Love. <laughs> and now, once again, we present The Hour of Love. Our love. There's the love of a dog for his master. There's the love of a flower that smells. There's the love that a fellow named Orson has for a fellow named Wells. <laughs> There's the love of a wheel for a tire. There's the love for which everyone yearns. But the love that sets women on fire is their lover boy, Sugar Throat Burns. Good evening, ladies. Forget your worries. Forget your cares. Forget your husbands. 
it's time to relax. Sit back on your chaise and lounge. This is Sugar Throat Burns coming into your living room, into your dining room, into your... Oh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> and now for my first song. Are you listening, ladies? Thank you hey. and good night, Sugar Throat. <laughs> <laughs> but, Bing, I didn't sing yet. I know, George. I just wanted to give the folks an idea of the kind of a program you would do as a singer. But I'd like to do my ditty. Can I borrow Trotter's piano player and do my song? Piano player? George, if you're going to do a solo, let's do it right. Let's do it big. Yeah, production, huh? Certainly. The rhythm airs, John Scott and the orchestra. In fact, our complete vocal and musical facilities are at your disposal, sir. Well, I... Bing, I wanted to sing. It might as well be spring. Does everybody know it? Sure. It's not too tough for you, is it? No, we... <laughs> we'll muddle through it somehow, sugar throat. Gosh, I hope Gracie's listening in. Okay, boys, one... Two. I'm as restless He's as, as a restless willow. He's as restless as a willow in a windstorm. He's as jumpy as a puppet on a string. He'd say that he had spring fever, but it isn't even spring. I'm starry-eyed and starry-eyed and vaguely discontented I can nightingale without a song to sing Oh, why should he have spring fever When it isn't even spring I keep wishing, he keeps wishing I own. Walking <laughs> down the strange new street, hearing words that he has never heard from a girl he's yet to meet. I'm as busy as he's a spider. He's as busy as a spider spinning. <laughs> He's as giddy as a baby on a swing. Well, he hasn't seen a crocus or a rosebud or a robin on the wing. But I feel so but gay. I feel so gay in a melancholy way that it might as well be It might as well be spring. I'm as restless as... Okay, 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 all right. George, that was certainly great. You liked my voice, didn't you? Certainly. It's romantic, isn't it? Yes. I should have my own radio program, shouldn't I? Sure. I stink, don't I? Sure. I know. <laughs> no. Not at all, George. No. Then... Absolutely not. <laughs> Look, forget it, Bing. 
I thought you'd help a fellow out. I wanted to make good on my own, and you don't want to help me. Well, you're wrong, George. This program's whole purpose is to help people who are interested in entertainment. Then you mean you will put a song on the other side of the record? George, our point is to help people who listen to entertainment. We want them to know everything sounds better on Philco's. Even my song? George, with the scratch eliminator, you'd never know it was playing. <laughs> the Philco man stands here ready, willing, and able to go into the whole thing. <laughs> Well, Bing, Philco's got a special department that goes into the whole thing thoroughly when it comes to better radio listening. And you can say that again when it comes to playing records. Thanks to the research program of the Philco Laboratories, recorded music is hitting a new high for 1948. Take a listen to any of your favorite platters on Philco's great 1270 radio phonograph, and you'll hear the difference. Gives you broadcasting studio quality at home with Philco's new kind of tone arm, the patented dynamic reproducer. And no hiss, no screech, no scratch thanks to Philco's electronic scratch eliminator. This new device from the Philco Laboratories separates record scratch and needle noise from the music and keeps the noise out electronically. What's left is all music against a background of blissful silence. Any Philco you buy is backed by the same kind of research, plus all the other resources of the world's largest radio manufacturer, Philco, famous for quality the world over. From Paramount's smart drawing room comedy, The Road to Rio, here's a number that I sing to Dorothy L'Amour while Master Hope bites his nails. In strict tempo, of course. Love is funny Or it's sad Or it's quiet Or it's mad It's a good thing Or it's bad but beautiful Beautiful To take a chance And if you fall, you fall And I'm thinking I wouldn't mind at all Love is tearful or it's gay It's a problem Or it's play It's a heartache Either way But beautiful And I'm thinking If you were mine I'd never let you go and that would be but beautiful, I know. I'm thinking If you were mine I'd never let you go And that would be But beautiful I know 
Now, before stepping out into the cool, brisk January smog, I would like to thank Evelyn Knight aye, 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 for adding charm to the festivities tonight, and I'd also like to thank George Burns for his splendid singing. Do you mean that, Bing? George, I certainly enjoyed our little visit. It's been so much fun, and I feel personally obligated to you and Maxwell House Coffee. May I send you a check? Oh, forget the check, Bing. It was a pleasure. You have a radio program. I, I came over on your program, so... Maybe instead of a check, uh, we'll make an exchange deal. Well, that sounds very fair. Next week, I'll send Dixie over to your program. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take her. So would we. <laughs> that gal just won't do radio. She's waiting until it's permanent, I think. Uh, well, she's got four good reasons for staying at home. Bing, by hmm. the way, who's your guest next week? Well, Schmallhopper may show up, and besides that, we have a very charming lady. Who's that? Gracie Allen. Oh, very clever girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Say, Bing, huh. is it all right if I come with Gracie? Okay, George, but remember... No, no singing, singing, I no know, singing. I know. <laughs> Fine way to treat a great voice. Good night. Good night, George. Good night, folks, and thank you very much. program was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Bill Morrow and Murdo McKenzie. Evelyn Knight can be heard regularly on the Texaco Show. Tune in to Philco Radio Time next week and hear John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs and Bing's guests, Gracie Allen and Rudolph Schmohopper, who's not to be confused with George Burns. And for tops in radio listening all the time, get a Philco, famous for quality the world over. From Rexall. From Hollywood, it's the Jimmy Durante Show. Yes, 10,000 Rexall drugstores who carry the complete line of top quality Rexall drug products bring you the Jimmy Durante Show with Peggy Lee, Candy Candido, Roy Bargy and his orchestra, yours truly, Howard Petrie, and our special guest again, the lovable Victor Moore. Folks should be glad to hear that Jimmy will be back on the show two weeks from tonight. But carrying on for Jimmy this evening is his good friend, the star of the old gold show, Frank Morgan. Well, Frank hasn't arrived at the studio as yet, but in the meantime, Roy Bargy has dished up a tasty arrangement of that current hit song, I'll Dance With Your Father. Yes, good. I'll take her mother and we'll all go up to my place. Frank Morgan! <laughs> It's a pleasure being on the Jimmy Durante Show. Now, where do we start, Mr. Putri? Uh, Petrie. 
Petrie. Ah, Petrie, Petrie. Well, it's nice to meet the both of you. <laughs> now, just exactly what is it I'm supposed to do here tonight? Well, as you know, Mr. Morgan, Jimmy is in the hospital. Why, of course I know it. On Durandy's floor, they have one of the most ravishing nurses I've ever seen. Blonde hair, blue eyes, and a form divine. <laughs> I've been over there every day this week. I think I'll go back tomorrow and see Jimmy. <laughs> Well, I'm afraid you're too late, Mr. Morgan. Jimmy was discharged from the hospital today. Well, that's wonderful. Everybody at MGM will be delighted to have Jimmy back. Yes. He can play Lana Turner's part. <laughs> Especially the men in the makeup department. Well, tell me, why the men in the makeup department? Well, the Durantes knows they get a lot of overtime. <laughs> 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 we're awfully glad you got here on time, Mr. Morgan. We heard Was that uh, we heard that you were up at Sun Valley and thought you might have been snowbound. Are you serious? Yes. Morgan snowbound? Morgan, who surveyed the Alaskan Highway for the government? Well, it's, it doesn't matter. Now that you're here... I knew you'd be interested. It was a frightful experience. Yeah, but we really haven't the time to go. Now, into don't that fight. fight it, Pewter. You were going to... <laughs> winter of 43, and I was paddling up the Kamchatka River, when suddenly I realized that I was lost in the uncharted wastelands of the Arctic, with the temperature 30 below and the wind whistling through my open kayak. Goodness, what did you do? What could I do? I buttoned it up. <laughs> I had used up all my provisions, and starvation was staring me in the face. It was at this point that I had to shoot one of my sled dogs. For food? Exactly. The little rascal was holding out a can of Red Heart on me. <laughs> As the icy fingers of the relentless Arctic night closed in, it was an imperative that I inquire warmer garments. Fortunately, I sighted an Eskimo. Say, is it true, Mr. Morgan, that the Eskimo is a shark trader? Oh, yes. He often gets as much as a can of Sterno for one of his wives. <laughs> so you, you traded with him for one of his wives? Don't eh? be silly. I went to Alaska to get rid of one of mine. <laughs> I <laughs> Yes. yes. Well, I approached the Eskimo cautiously, and after such gestures of friendship as rubbing noses and picking each other's pockets, we proceeded to trade, and three days later, I discovered that instead of an Eskimo suit, I had purchased an Eskimo. Oh, how horrible for the both of you. Yes. What? Oh, you doll, you sneak one in. <laughs> Six months later, I discovered my companion was a female Eskimo. And what with one thing and another, we fell madly in love. Oh, you, you wanted to marry her? Oh, uh, yes. She warned me, however, that in a warmer climate, her fragile beauty might fade and a subtle change might come about in her appearance. But I was not prepared for the amazing change which did take place. Well, Mr. Morgan, you mean you brought your lovely Eskimo maiden here to Hollywood and she changed? Changed? That lovely maiden is now Sydney Greenstreet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so long, Mr. Pewter. I'll see you around. <laughs> oh, just, just a minute. Here, come back here, Mr. Morgan. Come back here, please. You're, you're not through yet. Well, I must have been good. I'm held over. <laughs> what is it now? Well, there's a man here who has something important to discuss with Mr. Durante. Yeah? It's Jimmy's old friend, Mr. Ripple, uh -huh. the United States Commissioner of Rivers and Waterways. Water? <laughs> well, I'll see him anyway. Glad to know you, sir. Well, how do you do? 
this guy could put out brush fires. He carries his own sprinkler system. <laughs> Jimmy isn't here tonight, but can may I maybe I can help you, Mr. Tipple? Uh, Mr. Ripple, Ripple, there's a in it. What's your problem, son? Well, the Mississippi River is running in the wrong direction. <laughs> you should smoke old goals and get rid of that car. <laughs> no, it's not there. But my advice to you, son, <laughs> if you want to change the course of the Mississippi is to install a system of pipelines. Oh, pipelines don't work. We built one once to carry molasses from Texas to Chicago. Molasses? Well, didn't the pipeline work? It broke in the middle, and now half of St. Louis is good. <laughs> I hadn't asked for that, but this guy washed out my next line. <laughs> How did the people of St. Louis feel after being covered with six feet of molasses? They only had one thing to say. What's that? I'm forever <laughs> Glad he left. He was making me thirsty. Well, Howard, it was nice being here with you, but I really must be leaving. I have a very pressing engagement. Hi, and Howard. I got, I got a... I had a... I was going to... I had a... Well, perhaps there's something around here that needs pressing. <laughs> so this is Frank Morgan. Yeah, Mr. Morgan, this is Peggy Lee. Oh, Peggy Lee, I'm a follower of yours. <laughs> You'll discover it as you walk out here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Morgan, I knew you were a ladies' man, but I never imagined you were anything like this. Oh, please, please, I'm being sincere, Miss Lee. I've heard you sing many times, and in my opinion, your chromatic arpeggios are deliciously smooth, exquisitely mellow, and finely blended. Oh, what lovely words. Where did you get them? Off the label of a bottle. <laughs> I do a little voice coaching, you know, and I don't mind going on record as saying that you and I could make beautiful music together. Uh-uh-uh. Who is that? Petrillo. I'm afraid you'll have to sing alone for the present, my dear. <laughs> what shall it be? All dressed up with a broken heart. Oh, good. Well, I'll sit right here and watch. Yeah, I mean, I'll listen to you. <laughs> I'm all dressed up with a broken heart Pretending I'm with you Someone else in my arms Only brings back your charms It's a game I just can't carry through When I'm alone then the teardrops start I realize it's true I'm all dressed up With a broken heart And still in love with you When I'm alone Then the teardrops start
that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation. Buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Yes, you can be sure that more than 2,000 different drug products are pure when they bear the name Rexall. For the familiar name Rexall stands for purity, quality, and reliability in a complete line of drug products. It's no wonder that Rexall has won first place in the medicine cabinets of millions of American homes. So, for any and for all of your drug needs, always buy Rexall at Rexall drugstores throughout the nation, where 25% of America buys its drug products. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Well, things are moving along splendidly. Now, the only thing I need around here to make my evening complete is a date with a beautiful girl. Well, I do, Mr. Morgan. I'm candy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. This is amazing. It's the first blind date I've had who has a mustache longer than mine. <laughs> Tell me, young lady, how would you feel going out on a date with Frank Morgan? Well, if you get me in a corner and the lights are turned down low, my mother told me I should say... I'm feeling mighty no. <laughs> Kid's voice sounds like the super chief whistling for a mate. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, coming up to the microphone is one of Jimmy's good friends as well as mine. It's that dashing Turhan Bay, who is more Bay than Turhan. <laughs> Dick Gamora! Victor, I see you're still quite the playboy. Well, thank you, Frank. I see you're quite the playboy. No, no, Victor, but you're really the playboy. No, Frank, you're the real playboy. This is silly playing with boys. Can't we get some girls? <laughs> well, it's fine with me, but I don't know if Durante would approve. Or say, by the way, what's wrong with Jimmy anyway? Well, I heard a rumor that he was having his nose operated on. They told me an entire hospital gallery stood up and cheered when Durante put his nose on the operating table. <laughs> no wonder, since prices went up, that's the first time they've seen that much meat on the table. <laughs> well, Victor, as long as we ran into each other this way, why don't we plan to go out tonight? I've got a telephone book with phone numbers of 20 beautiful girls. Is that all you ever think about? Wine, women, and song? Oh, don't be ridiculous. Many's the time I've gone for days without thinking of song. <laughs> and my taste for spirits began at a very early age. Even in high school, I was voted the boy most likely to use Sansan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, tell me, Frank, does your whole family drink? Of course, my good man, but in moderation. My great-uncle is now 105 years old, and a nurse feeds him bourbon for breakfast, bourbon for lunch, and bourbon for dinner. Chaser? Yes, but he's a little old to catch her. I've been... Oh! <laughs> But you know, Victor, I'm glad you showed up tonight. I was just thinking about you recently. Have you ever been interested in athletics? Oh, yes. When I was younger, I was a real athlete. For years, I played football at Vassar. 
<laughs> but if you played football at Vassar, you were on an all-girl team. Yeah, I know. We didn't win many games, but... Oh, those huddles. <laughs> <laughs> no signals. Well, Victor, I'm convinced you're just the man I'm looking for. What this country needs most is a suitable contender to fight Joe Lewis for the heavyweight championship of the world. Yeah, I think so, too. And you are the logical contender. What? Yes. Do you mind if I go back to my garden? I have to let out the hem on some early bloomers. <laughs> See my pudgy pugilist A fighting career is just what you need, Victor A chance to prove to yourself That you're still a man Have you ever done any fighting before? Have I? Yeah. Why, when I was young My fighting style was so ferocious They called me Victor the Butcher Boy Victor the Butcher Boy? Yeah I gave my opponent a right to the heart A left to the kidneys An uppercut to the chops a right across the short ribs. And then? He knocked me down on my pot roast. <laughs> well, pass the mustard and let's get going. I'm going to take you under my wing, Victor, and get you in shape. Do you think uh, you could make me another Jersey Joe Walcott? Of course. Why, with my brains and your body, we could... Say, we don't have much to work with, do we? <laughs> I picked her, it takes strenuous training. After all, Walcott has muscles. Well, I got muscles. Walcott has stamina. I got stamina. And Walcott has six children. If you don't mind, could we go to the next page? <laughs> Is this a private conversation, or can anybody break in? Oh. Victor, do join us. <laughs> Thank you. We were just discussing Victor's biceps. Would you care to feel the muscle in his arms? Oh, I'd love to. Victor, take your coat off. No, I can't. That's where I keep my muscles. <laughs> you might be interested to know, Miss Lee, that under my direction, this lad is going to fight Joe Lewis. Yeah, I'm murdering. Oh, you fascinate me, Victor. Tell me more about yourself. Well, I was born at a very early age in Worcester, Massachusetts. I weighed only three and a half pounds. I'm surprised the game warden let them keep you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I grew rapidly, and at the age of three months... Yes, what happened? Nothing. I was too young. <laughs> I don't ever remember being that age. Why don't you sing, Peggy? Anything for you, Frankie boy. Dance, ballerina, dance. And do your pirouette in rhythm with your aching heart. Dance, ballerina, dance You mustn't once forget A dancer has to dance the part Whirl, ballerina, whirl And just ignore the chair That's empty in the second row This is your moment, girl Although he's not out there applauding as you steal the show. 
Once you said his love must wait its turn. You wanted fame instead. I guess that's your concern. We live and learn, and love is gone. Ballerina gone. Go on with your career. You can't afford a backward glance. Dance on and on and on. A thousand people here have come to see the show. As round and round you go, so ballerina dance, 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 ballerina dance. Here is a 60-second story from the Rexall Laboratory. This is the story of the green tag in the Rexall Laboratory, which means the same as the green light on a street corner. The raw materials for Rexall products come from all over the world. When a shipment of herbs, for instance, arrives at the Rexall laboratory, it is placed in a large sterilizing room, after which a green tag is attached to each bale. When the shipment goes to the warehouse, every bale is checked. If any bale arrives without a green tag, the warehouse gives it the red light, and back it goes to the sterilizing room. This is only a small example of the great care Rexall takes with all its raw materials. But it's a part of your guarantee that you can always depend on any product that bears the name Rexall. So for any and for all of your household drug needs, always buy Rexall at Rexall drugstores everywhere. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Well, Victor, how are you coming along with your training for your championship fight with Joe Lewis? Oh, I'm in great shape. You're looking at 200 pounds of solid flesh and bone. There ain't a bit of muscle on me. <laughs> yes, sir, you're solid flab. I can just see the fight now. You streak from your corner a driving dynamo of energy. That's not me. Then you, s <laughs> then you spar expertly with your fists flying like angry pistons. No, that's not me. And then after the fight there on the canvas lies a broken, battered, bleeding hulk that was once a man. That's me. <laughs> well, come on. It's off to the training headquarters of Killamore. Let's go. <laughs> Killer, you've been training for weeks now, and I'm really ashamed that you haven't lost any weight. Why, you're spread out like an Iowa picnic. Yeah, well, I'm trying. Nonsense. When you started, we spelled your name out on the back of your trunks. Now there's room for your name, address, telephone, and social security number. Well, you better be careful, or I'll take my advertising space elsewhere. I've already leased it out for man of distinction, Ed. Well, I don't know why we have such trouble getting you in shape. I've spared no expense keeping this training camp absolutely sanitary. That's what you think. Look, flying in the window, it's the biggest virus X-germ I've ever seen. My God, you're right. Look out, Victor. He's biting me. 
Tell me, Virus X germ, how did you feel after biting Frank Morgan? He didn't realize I'm 90 proof. Now you go on over there and work out on the punching bag while I complete arrangements for the fight. Okie dokie. As the spirit gadzooks. What's this? A woman in our training camp. Miss, you have no business here. Who are you anyway? My name is Hot Breath Houlihan. <laughs> Would you mind turning your head the other way? You're steaming the creases out of my pants. Well, uh, Frankie boy, I'm interested in your fighter, Killer Moore. I'd like to make a little deal to have him throw his fight. Madam, are you insinuating that honest Frank Morgan would take a bribe? This only happened once before, when some nefarious scoundrel offered me money to reveal the signals of my high school football team. And I was nauseated by the very thought. What did you do with the money? I hid it in an old shoe. I... <laughs> well, uh, why don't you let me talk to the killer? If he throws this fight, we can all be rich. Well, now that's worth discussing. Oh, killer, come over here. There he is. What do you think of him? You can have him. I don't want him. He's too fat for me. Button <laughs> your lip, babe. You're talking to Killer Moore. Yeah? Well, uh, come over here and sit on my lap. Bucket pants. <laughs> Killer, this is Hot Breath Houlihan, and she has about as honest a crooked proposition to make us as I've ever heard. Well, you see, it's like this, Snooky. If you lay down in your fight with Lewis, we can make a lot of money. Oh, no, I wouldn't lay down. But we could all retire. Save your breath. Killer Moore never throws a fight. But if you would, I'd love you for it. And cover your waiting mouth with hard, burning kisses. What do you say now? Throw in the towel. I'll be home early tonight, Mother. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's the spirit. So long, satchel slats. <laughs> you, we're uh... wealthy, killer. Come on, we're off to fight the champ. Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to witness 15 rounds of boxing for the heavyweight championship of the world. In this corner, Joe Lewis. And in this corner, the challenger, Killer Moore. Ah, get that bum out of there! You see, Victor, the crowd's right in back of you. Uh, no, I think that last guy is gaining on me. Now, don't be worried. All you have to do is take one punch and quit. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's been a last-minute substitution for Joe Lewis. Uh, here he is, one of the meanest, roughest, toughest manglers ever to step into the ring. <laughs> That's me. I'm Candy. Candy? Oh, this is a cinch. Oh, yes, Candy. You can always lick Candy. <laughs> <laughs> I get a million of them! I get a million! Well, get 
Jack said kill her. There goes the bell for the first round. Uh, come on, put up your dukes, Candy. I'm gonna cut you in ribbons. Take this. Fowl! Fowl! You hit me 37 times with one rabbit punch. Now, that's silly. How could he hit you 37 times with one rabbit punch? You know how those... Rabbits multiply. <laughs> Ah, what a fight. Candy moves in and gives more a left. Now a right and a left and a right. Killer, why don't you hit him back? I think he found out one of my weaknesses. What's that? I'm a coward. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, Candy's winding up with a terrific haymaker. And there it goes right to Moore's chin. Where are you? Candy knocked me clear out of the arena and I landed in the same hospital with Jimmy Durante. <laughs> the only reason he's staying here is because of his nurse. Nonsense. No nurse is going to keep Jimmy in the hospital. Put her on. I'll talk to her. Young lady, what's your name? My name is Hot Breath Houlihan. Move over, Durante. I'm joining you. <laughs> Friends, here are those foremost Rexall reminders for the week. Remember, 25% of America buys its drug needs in Rexall drugstores. Remember, Rexall is that large and respected family of more than 2,000 different drug products. Remember, you can always depend on any drug product bearing the name Rexall. Remember, Rexall drug products are available in Rexall drugstores everywhere. And as Jimmy Durante always says, I do my shopping at a Rexall store, buying Rexall drugs, and furthermore, Umbriago, he prefers them too. We buy Rexall, that's all. How about you? Well, Victor, I guess you and I have taken care of everything around here. Let's go home. Hey, now, wait a minute. Not so fast, you two Lotharios. You're not getting out of here until you join me in singing Jimmy's own song, Chitta Bee. Well, now, it's only fair to tell you, Becky, I'm not very good at handling vocals. My specialty is vocalists. <laughs> but let's try it. How about it, Victor? Oh, I can't sing. I haven't got my bathtub with me. <laughs> uh, let's give it a rough treatment anyway, boys. Here's the way it goes. Chitta bee, chitta bee, chitta bee, chitta bee, chitta bee. Clever lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chitta bee, chitta bee, chitta bee, chitta bee, chitta bee. That's groovy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. You mean Durante's been singing this every week? That's right. Now I know what put him in the hospital. <laughs> Someday the world will recognize this lovely thing. I know the day will come when Frank and Bing will sing. Chitty bee, chitty bee, chitty bee, chitty bee, chitty bee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of catchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like it? We love your schnozzle. Yeah, yeah. We love it. Yeah, yeah, Good night, Jimmy. Good night, folks. And if you're listening, Mrs. Calabash, Durante may not be here, but I'm always available. Thank you, Victor Moore, and thank you, Frank Walker. While Jimmy is recuperating next week, Victor Moore will do this again, and taking over Jimmy's spot will be one of America's greatest entertainers, Al Jolson. Frank Morgan appeared through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of Cast Timberlane, starring Spencer Tracy. Well, friends, Rexall for tonight from Peggy Lee, Candy Candido, Roy Bargy, Dave Barry, who plays Mr. Ripple, and yours truly, Howard Petrie. 
program was produced and directed by Bill Cohan. Good health to all from Rexall. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. This is Ken Carpenter welcoming you to the Music Hall, starring Al Jolson with Lou Brings Orchestra and Chorus, and Al's guest this week. Oh, keep on looking for a bluebird and listening for its song. Whenever April showers come. And here's a song that if you haven't heard it, it ain't my fault Because I've sung this song two million times Lou, start the two million and once <laughs> Yesterday I heard a lover sigh Goodbye on me or mine. Seven times he got aboard his train. And seven times he hurried back to kiss his love again and tell her Toot toot tootsie goodbye. Toot toot tootsie don't cry. That future train that takes me away from you. No words can tell how sad it makes me. Kiss me tootie and there. Do it over again Watch for the mail I'll never fail And if you don't get a letter Then you'll know I'm in jail Don't cry, Tootie, don't cry Goodbye, Tootie, goodbye And then do it over again. Watch for the mail, I'll never fail. And if you don't get a letter, then you'll know I'm in jail. Don't cry, Tootie, don't cry. Goodbye, Tootie, goodbye. Hi, Scare. Oh, uh, hi, Scare. What do you want, Al? Hi, Scare. Something bothering you tonight? You got that new look, huh? What do you mean, the new look? Your face is two inches longer than usual. <laughs> I'm just tired, Al. I haven't been getting much sleep. Really? Well, I'll tell you what to do. Have you tried counting little woolly sheep? It doesn't work. Things are so high now, the sheep I count are 25% cotton. <laughs> Well, you can kid if you want to, but that idea always worked for me. Of course, when I can't sleep, I, I don't count sheep. I count mink. <laughs> but ask you, look, if you're not sleeping, there's something troubling you. Are you worried about money? Would it do any good if I said yes? I'll give you a million dollars. Thanks. Worth of advice. 
<laughs> Oscar, maybe you're worried about world conditions, politics. Incidentally, do you know who you're going to vote for for the next president? Yeah, Eddie Cantor. Cantor? You know Cantor would make a good president. How come? He'd know how to talk to Molotov. <laughs> uh. But Al, yes. I'm not worried about politics. No? I'm worried about what I said just before. What's that? I'm just worried about not sleeping. Oscar, look, if a man can't sleep, there's something the matter with him. Look at me, Oscar. Have you done something bad? <laughs> Have you been buying any grain? <laughs> not me. Not me, Al. Since that investigation started, I wouldn't even dare buy a box of Wheaties. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you something, Oscar. The way things are today, you can't be too careful. At our house, we turn the lights out when we eat whole wheat bread. <laughs> Whenever I do fall asleep for a little while, yeah. I have terrific dreams. No. I told a psychiatrist about them. Well, what did the psychiatrist say the dreams meant? He didn't tell me what they meant. No. He just asked me for their phone numbers. <laughs> You know, I think sometimes, I think sometimes I ought to go to a psychiatrist. No use you're going, Al. No? He'll only tell you to stay off your ego for a few weeks. What? I think I'll play the piano. But, Oscar, look, please, just a moment. I'd like to talk some more about you not sleeping. Well, don't talk to me while I'm playing. I'm usually asleep at that time. <laughs> Here's Lekawona's Malaguena, which nobody requested. Oscar. <laughs> Oscar, give me that again, will you? Lekawona's Malaguena. That's fine. Just when I'm learning how to pronounce Debussy. How? <laughs> he gives me with a Lekawona's <laughs> Malaguena. No, go ahead and play it. I don't
Here's Al to sing one of your old favorites. Way down on the levee, in old Alabama, there's Daddy and Mammy, there's Ephraim and Sammy, on a moonlight night, you can find them all. While they are waiting, the banjos are sing, campaigning, what's that they're saying? What's that they're saying? While they keep playing, are humming and swaying, it's a good ship, Robert D. Lee, that's come to carry the cotton away. Watch them shuffling along. See them shuffling along. Go take your best gal, your real pal. Go down to the levee. I said the levee. Join that shuffling throng. Yeah, that music and song. It's simply great, mate. Waiting on the levee. Waiting for the robbery Shuffling along, go take your best gal, your real pal. Go down to the levee, I said the levee. Join that shuffling throng, yeah, that music and song. It's simply great, mate. Waiting on the levee, waiting for the robber to You remember I've been playing Chopin's waltz on the installment plan? Yeah, that's right. Well, here's another down payment on account. Oscar, Oscar, wait a minute. That isn't Chopin's waltz. That's the Polonaise. Oh, I owe an installment on the Polonaise on Hildegard's show. Oh. Al, listen to this. Oscar. That's Afternoon of a Phone by Claude Ashley Dibouti. <laughs> why, why, how in the world did you know? Oh, it was easy. Let's face it, Oscar. I'm only about half as dumb as people think. <laughs> Give me an apogeo, and I'll show you something that'll surprise you. Well, here's an apogeo surprise. Oh, sola mia. From the Bravo, bravo. This is the new Al Jolson. Now, it's the same one with a hydromatic added. Al, you haven't said anything about your new baby. I expected to hear a lot of proud father stories. Oh, I didn't forget, little Asa. <laughs> is that kid of mine smart? He's only four weeks old. And you know something? Already he knows all my routines. 
Then he isn't so smart. <laughs> Oscar, I'm glad you reminded me. The baby's listening in, and I gotta sing him to sleep. Before the kid dolls you out, you better rock him with that lullaby. Here's a homogenized arpeggio. What? A homogenized arpeggio. Oscar, I don't like to correct you. It's uh, homogenized. <laughs> Sweetest little fellow, everybody knows. Don't know what to call him, but he's mighty like a rose. Looking at his mammy. With eyes so shiny blue Make you think that heaven Is a-coming close to you When he saw a sleeping In his little place Thinks I see dangers Looking through the lace When the dark is falling When the shadows creep Then I sneaks on tiptoe To kiss him in his sleep Sweet as little fellow Everybody knows Don't know what I call him But he's mighty like a rose Looking at his mammy With eyes so shiny blue Make you think that a Very pretty, Al. Thanks, Oscar. Now I got something for your baby. Oscar, 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 wait a minute. Is that any way to put the baby to sleep? I wasn't trying to put him to sleep. I was just trying to burp him. <laughs> Oscar, do me a favor. Will you play little Ace a nice lullaby before he goes to sleep, will you? Okay, Al. How about Brahms lullabies? Oh, that's pretty. That really is pretty. Mr. Brahms must have loved children. As a matter of fact, Brahms never had any children. No? That's why I could write a lullaby. His house was always nice and quiet. <laughs> you know something? If my boy was a girl, I could sing Sleepy Time Gal. Hey, that gives me an idea. Give me a little of that, will you? The kid won't know the difference. Sleepy Time Gal. You're turning night in the day. Sleepy time, gal, you've danced the evening away. Al, how your voice has changed. I wasn't mean. 
house said that was not me. That was Bing. I hope you lads don't mind me cutting in on your song here, but I gotta grab every opening I can find since the band. I see. <laughs> We're glad you came in, Bing. We were just kicking around some little tunes for my baby. Baby? Who's, who's got a baby? Al has. Mazel tov, Joey. <laughs> if I said it, they wouldn't allow it. <laughs> is it a boy or is it the expensive kind? Well, <laughs> huh? it's, a, it's, a, it's a boy, baby, Bingy. Here, look at the pictures. Look at them. Oh, wait a minute, Al. These pictures are just of you. <laughs> I think the kid got crowded out somehow. <laughs> When you fellas get through talking about babies, call me. I'm going out and get a hot cup of formula. Don't mind Oscar Bing. He's got three kids and he's very sensitive. They're all girls. Well, that's a break. He'll never borrow his clothes. <laughs> Bing, I got to tell you this. The other night, I sang Sonny Boy to put my baby to sleep. But he kept screaming until I put on one of your records. Four weeks old and he's got taste yet, huh? Well... <laughs> Bing, you, you got to see little Asa. Huh? Oh, brother, is he husky. Big boy, huh? Oh, yeah. Really? He weighs ten pounds. Ten that's pretty heavy for a new babe. Well, starting the day is going to cut out potatoes. Get him off. <laughs> Bing, I want to ask you something. You're yeah. a papa. You raise a lot of children. Uh-huh. Listen, when when is the best time to put long pants on a boy? I'd say just before he leaves the house. Well... <laughs> I'll remember that. It was the last thing I'd do. Now, well... Bing, look. I saw your son... I saw your son Gary the other day. Hey, oh, huh? he's getting to be a big fella. Oh, yes, he's a fine broth of a boy. Now, sure, he is that. He is that. <laughs> Who do you think he looks like, Al? Well, I think he's got his mother's eyes and his father's shirt. Oh, the kid's in. <laughs> Wait till that baby son of yours grows up. He'll be wearing all your neckties. I suppose he will. Yep. He's already wearing my handkerchief. <laughs> Bing? Yeah. Bing, you're one man who should know. Tell me. Is it hard to learn to take care of a baby? Well, the best way to learn, I guess, is to start at the bottom. Well, <laughs> I know most of those things, but um, what gets me is mixing that thing called a frumla. The frumla? A like formula, the... formula, formula, yeah, yeah. Sound like the kingfish, then. Yeah. yeah. Why, it's the same, Chaser. Now, let every father climb on the eerie right here, because yeah. here's my latest recipe for baby's formula. You take a jigger of warm milk, mm-hmm. two fingers of pablum, and a dash of dextrose. You stir. Stir it. Don't shake. Don't shake. Just want to bruise the pablum. <laughs> and after the sprout gets older, you may add an olive on a toothpick. Oh, I, I think little Ace is ready now. Yeah? He sits up and tries to blow the foam off his milk already. <laughs> I He's a bibulous boy indeed. Yeah. But I think, Al, you're going to be very happy, you and Mrs. Jolt, now that you have a baby, because you're going to have a lot of fun. When the little fella's old enough, you know, you can go out and play golf with him. Gee, that's great. Yeah. Playing golf with my own son. <laughs> I won't have to pay caddies for carrying my bags no more. <laughs> and if you have four like I have and you spot them on the green, yeah. you'd be surprised how it helps keep your score to have uh, eight little feet kicking the ball into the cup. <laughs> but then there's one more thing I want to ask you. I love that little baby so much, naturally. I don't know how I'll ever be able to scold him. Tell me something. Did you ever spank your boy? No, oh, I wouldn't think of it. Mm-hmm. What chance would I have? Four against one. <laughs> you fellas through with the baby talk? All except one thing, Oscar. I wanted to ask Al if he was going to teach the baby the ABC. First, he'll have to learn them himself. Well, <laughs> how about you over there limbering up that 88 for a little community thing, Oscar? Good idea, Bing. I got a fine song, too. Uh, Caroline in the morning. Top tune of the older days. Mm-hmm. You got a key I can use? Is this just going to be a duet, or can I get in? 
Oscar. You mean you want to sing with Jolson and Crosby? Why not? Well, that's like missing, uh, mixing catfish with caviar. <laughs> Uh, it isn't that you guys have such great voices. You just had them longer than anyone else. Oscar, look at me. I think you're beautiful. <laughs> I have bought no grain. <laughs> One more disparaging word, Levant, and you'll find Jose E. Turby's left hand where yours ought to be and seldom is. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Soreheads, here's Carolina. Nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina in the morning. Take it, son. Nothing could be sweeter than my sweetie when I meet her in the morning. When a morning glory. Flying around the door Whispering pretty stories I love to hear once more Rolling with my girlie Where the dew is pearly early In the morning Bill Frawley's gonna hate us Butterflies all flutter up And kiss each little buttercup At dawning if I had that lamp for only a day, I'd make a wish, and here's what I'd say. Nothing could be finer than to be in Carolina in the Hey, Bing. Huh? I read that box office, Paul, puts you up at the leaders this year. Well, it's really nothing, Oscar. My long experience, you know, with the theater girls and Grand Guignol, Old Vic. Old Vic, huh? Finally brought me the laurels I so richly deserve. Vic, that's sad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Bing, uh, I hope you won't mind my saying so, but since you got this new honor, some of the boys at the club are saying you're a little stuck up. Not so, Al, not so. I'm still the hail fellow well met that I've always been. I'm glad. And to prove to you that all this acclaim has left me sweet and unspoiled, you may kiss my hand. <laughs> Don't give me that stuff, Bing. I was a recognized Hollywood star when you were only 47 years old. <laughs> I remember when you were a recognized star. You I, do? I was an operator in the theater at the time. <laughs> Is that so? Yes, I used to change the slides. <laughs> that goes a long way back. That is way back. Yeah. Uh, that's when Al was young enough to play himself in pictures. <laughs> hey, Art, you've made some movies around town lately, haven't you? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. yes, you did. You <laughs> took I did, yeah. I made things. Romance in High C, That's and you right. were meant for me. They haven't been released. What's holding them up? The prince haven't come back from the drugstore. <laughs> Bing, uh, you're a very popular man. Do you attribute your success to your voice or all your looks? Frankly, Oscar, it's all due to my kiss-me-in-the-dark necktie. <laughs> well, I had one of those ties, but it never did me any good. Maybe your battery needs charging, old man. <laughs> Hey, I've just, I've just been thinking, Bing. What? How is it in my pictures I never kiss a girl and yours, you always do? 
Yes, sir, you always kissed a girl. Well, maybe I have the, uh, the je ne sais quoi. You, you know, got je ne sais quoi? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know you had that. <laughs> you get older, you I ain't got no je ne sais quoi. See, you know, the know-how. I yeah, the know-how. I'll admit I didn't invent kissing. Oh, of course you didn't I invent kissing. I improved on it a little. Well, bit. <laughs> When you came in the hall, weren't you carrying a sandwich wrapped in a sheet of music? Yeah, here it is. Would you like a snack? Thanks. Wait, wait, just a minute. Don't go away. I have to sing the rapper. Al, is it okay now? Sure, Bing. Lou, tell the boys to get the poker chips off the bass drum and give this violet salesman a chance at the Velveeta Cruces with But Beautiful from... uh, From... uh, From... uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, Road to Rio. Go ahead. Thank you, Heath. Love is funny. Or it's sad Or it's quiet Or it's mad It's a good thing Or it's bad But beautiful Beautiful To take a chance and if you fall, you fall And I'm thinking I wouldn't mind at all Love is tearful Or it's gay It's a problem Or it's play It's a heartache either way But beautiful And I'm thinking If you were mine I'd never let you go And that would be but beautiful, I know. Sit chilly and don't be a cadote while I tell you something. I think Stephen Foster's works are the true American folk songs. And no one sings them better than you do. Oh, no, no one sings them better than you, Al. Well, if we feel that way about each other, why don't we sing Beautiful Dreamer together? Let's do that. Beautiful Dreamer Dewdrops are waiting for thee. Sounds of the rude world heard in the day, loved by the moonlight, have all passed away. Beautiful dreamer, queen of my 
my song Listen while I woo With a soft melody Gone are the cares Of life's busy throng Beautiful dreamer Awake to my song Beautiful Music Hall, starring Al Jolson, came to you from Hollywood.